All right, Dable, it's that time of year again. It's the second half of our preview for 2022 in the TV show and movie department. So, Dave, as I started the TV show one, asking you your favorite TV show of 2021, what was your favorite movie of 2021? That's a good question. I mean, I I think it's probably No Way Home, but um, I also, I mean, I enjoyed a bunch of them. Like, Shang-Chi was good. Um, I know a lot of people liked uh, Tick, Tick, Boom. I didn't see that, obviously, for anyone that knows me. Um, no Time to Die was pretty good. Nobody was actually... I think the most surprising movie was Nobody um, with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was this year. That was actually, like, a decent movie. It was pretty good. Um, and I thought that was going to be, like, one of the worst movies of the year. Yeah, we all saw that together. Yeah. That was good stuff. Um, yeah, I think No Way Home was probably my default. I loved Tick, 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 Tick Boom. I thought it was great. Um, I finally saw the Suicide Squad yesterday. That's that might be a late breaker. Um, but uh, I think it's probably between those three. Honestly, I really like Take Take Boom a lot. Um, uh, Brandon, what was your favorite movie of twenty twenty two? Um, it's tough to remember. I watched a lot of horror movies, so probably some of the new horror movies. Oh yeah, Brandon and I saw Candyman together. Yeah, Candyman. It was all right though. Yeah, I, I wasn't crazy about that. It was all right. Yeah. Um. But I, I, yeah, horror was like definitely the genre that I was on top of the most this year. Watched a lot of documentaries as well. And I also watched a lot of, like I was telling Dave before this, I watched a lot of like random, like older movies that I didn't really see either because they came out a little bit before I was born or they came out when I was really young and didn't see them. So I watched like, um, I remember I watched uh, the first Lethal Weapon. I watched that movie, The Net with Sandra Bullock. I watched like a lot of random, random movies from that period. But, um. Yeah, I need to get on top of a lot of these new ones that came out. So, yeah, kind of a mix, uh, mishmash for me. So, we are here to talk about 2022 and the slate. There's some pretty good stuff coming up. Uh, I put together a list here. I think it's 25 movies, and uh, some there'll probably be more discussion about than others. Uh, so, Dave, let's start with a movie that's right up your alley, and that is Scream, which comes out right now. Uh, excuse me, as of this recording, January 14th of this year. Um, I'm very excited for this because, excuse me, the original Scream was one of my favorite movies ever, uh, horror or not. And they brought back Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. So a lot of the originals, and I'm very excited to see what Jack Quay brings to the table. So, uh, I'm pretty stoked for this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we'll be really solid. I mean, I don't think we're expecting a plus here. I think we're just, we just want to be entertained. And I think that movie will end up doing it. They have a good cast. Everything you've read about it says kind of they've, they've taken it pretty seriously. No one really knows what happens in the movie. They only give the ending to the people that are actually in the ending. They don't give it to everybody, which is usually a good sign for a movie. Um, it's in January, though, so kind of a little buyer beware. Usually yeah. January movies are pretty bad. Uh, so like like last year, the first horror movie was The Turning. And... <laughs> I know it was that two, I think it was two years ago, and I saw it in theaters, and I gave I out of fifty I gave it like a one, mm. uh, and I think that was generous. So <laughs> we'll see how this is, but I, I have high hopes. Yeah, January is definitely the dumpster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I'll say though, I'm I'm definitely interested in it because, like Jake said, I do love the original Scream, and I think that the newer one with um, Emma Roberts that actually wasn't bad. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, yeah, but the trailer. I saw it recently and I thought it was like a joke when I first saw it. Like, she's like, 
got the app where she locks her door and they keep unlocking her door and she keeps i thought it was like a commercial for one of those like um simply safer ring doorbells <laughs> simply safer. Yeah, i thought it was one of those and then they were, they were like oh she gets stabbed in a scream so i mean based off that trailer not too hot but again i'll still give it a chance um yeah it's uh well, yeah as davis said and brandon said um bit, bit of a bit of an uncanny valley january movies uh so let's hope it's not a fantasy island situation uh, oh god <laughs> uh all right so scream all very excited for it speaking of very excited uh jackass forever which comes out february 4th of this year it was supposed to be october i think of last year uh and they pushed it but i love all the jackass movies like unabashedly love them all um i am very intrigued to see what these guys do because they're all older now and i saw that the first stunt they did landed both steve-o and i think knoxville in the hospital so I mean, you know, they're in their mid forties, I think, all of them at least. And Knoxville's fifty. Um so yeah, I mean I love these movies, so I mean I, I will I will definitely see it. Oh yeah. And it'll be fun to see them now because I know a lot of them are in better places than they were previously, so yeah. that might be interesting to see. And uh Steve O also has a really good YouTube channel as a side. Yeah, note, yeah, I've heard about, he talks about a lot of the stories from Jackass and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, definitely interested in it. The only two downsides, obviously, Ryan Dunn passed away since the last one. And I think there's, I think Bam got cut out of the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not in it. But, because, yeah. I mean, he, he I, I say a lot of them are doing better. I know he's facing yeah. a lot of issues and stuff he like that. He was real close with Dunn. I think that took a big toll on him. Um, But I don't want to speculate. Uh, Dave, have you seen any of these? I suspect not, but. I have seen all of them. Have you really? That actually surprises me. I didn't think you were a jackass guy. I uh, I love them. I would I will see this opening weekend. Wow! Uh, all right, it's going to make me laugh uncontrollably. So I am all in. Bro, I still laugh sure. uncontrollably at them. I've seen all of them. I've seen them many times, and I still they still all get me. Um, every single every single trick and um, stunt they do either makes you laugh uncontrollably or cringe, which is like you know you can't beat it. It's great. It's an hour and a half entertainment. All right, so next up on this list, um, I already told Dave about this because it's just truly a fever dream. Um, I have no interest in seeing it. I just need to talk about it. Uh, this is Marry Me. Brandon, do you have any familiarity with this movie? I do not. I'm looking at it. Oh, do, 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 please right don't. Now. Don't. Don't look at it yet. I, I need okay, to explain. Okay. I need to, I need to, I, I need to tell the story of this. Oh, I'm excited. So I think it was, I think I went to go see Licorice Pizza and this was one of the trailers. Um, so the premise... Owen Wilson, I think Sarah Silverman plays his sister or something like that, but he's like, I don't know, down and out or something, and she he agrees to go to a concert with his sister or whoever this person is. Um, uh, it's J-Lo's character who's performing. So J-Lo's character is supposed to get engaged on, on the stage to her boyfriend or whatever, and Sarah Silverman is like a huge fan of this person. Owen Wilson doesn't know she is. Um... So she, J-Lo finds out backstage that the TMZ of this universe caught her boyfriend cheating on her. So the onstage proposal obviously is not going to happen. <laughs> so, so while she's coming on stage or whatever, Sarah Silverman's character gives this the sign that she was carrying uh, to Owen Wilson's character. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Um, so he's holding the sign. J-Lo comes on stage, she gives this whole stupid speech about, like, taking chances in life, doing whatever, whatever. Oh, so I, I swear to God, 
She points at Owen Wilson with his stupid marry me sign, and she says, why not? And that is the whole goddamn premise of the movie. Is that she's like, I can't break up with him immediately because then it looks bad. So they try to make it work, and this is going to shock you. They actually fall for each other. Isn't that a stunner? Oh, my God. Yo, Owen Wilson <laughs> and Jennifer Lopez, though. What yeah. type of it's almost less believable than Kevin James and Leia Remini. Like, it's almost less believable than that. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is... This I will is... have you know that nothing will top the least believable thing than Kevin James playing an evil Nazi in Becky. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's true. It's John Bradley, who is um, Sam from Game of Thrones, for anyone who... Jimmy Fallon is in this as Jimmy Fallon, so you know that to tell us. You could just, I mean, <laughs> as if I wasn't going to see it already. That's uh, the only confirmation I need that I will Oh, what, yeah, what a selling point. I'm going to be there immediately. They should have put that on the, on the marquee, starring Jimmy <laughs> Fallon as himself. I mean, um, I will say one thing. I'm happy that this movie exists because that just shows that Hey, maybe on one occasion or and once in every blue moon, you'll have a producer who's just willing to randomly just accept a script that is completely made up on the spot. <laughs> it's it, it really is like somebody was like, you know what? We'll put this around Valentine's Day and we'll really make a lot of money. Like, I, I don't I don't get like I, I just I truly don't understand it. Like it is. It, I, I was watching this spot. Like, they probably just thought, they were like, all right, guys, let's have a lunch. We're going to get Quiznos. Yeah. Let's, uh, what's everyone think about this, uh, this February movie we've got coming? We already did Valentine's Day. We already did New Year's Day. Yeah. Those have been taken, and it's not 10 years yet, so we can't remake them yet. So, like, how so, about, how about we just have a guy in the audience, he has a marry me sign. She gets dumped backstage. She comes on stage, gets married. Wow. That's probably right when J Lo and A Rod broke up. They're like, yeah. hey, uh, what if, uh, J Lo, uh, <laughs> yeah. J Lo's performing? And uh, oh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson marries J-Lo at her concert. Bro, it is. I just had I had to put it in the list because I had I had to tell another breathing soul about this. Because I told Dave about it already, but I I I we can move on from it because obviously nobody here has any interest wow. in it. Well, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I will give I will give him this. Owen Wilson was great in Loki, so I'll give him that. Wow. <laughs> so he's gotta say it. At least three times in this movie. Dude, there's a soundboard of wows. I want to just look up Owen Wilson wow. This soundboard oh. has a wow for Owen Wilson. There's 26 different ones. It's a full alphabet. Oh, yeah. I'm it. not surprised. There's 26. Um, when she him, I bet he says wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, our next one, I have not watched the trailer for yet, uh, is Death on the Nile. I think we previewed this in the 2020 edition when it was supposed to come out like December of that year. And then it got pushed, um, you know, for obvious reasons. Um, or maybe it was our, even our 2019, but this one's been in the queue for a while. Um, this is this is the sequel to Mor- uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, it's an Agatha Christie book. Um, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. I'm all set. <laughs> there's, there's, a lot yeah. to, there's a lot to see, and I'm, I'm not going to go to the theater for this. So, yeah. Yeah, Gal Gadot's in this. Yep. That's, that's fantastic. Right? Oh, I thought you were saying like that was a selling point. I was like, she's oh, good. No, she's good in a lot of stuff, but like, uh, that's not gonna. I, mean, I think Ray finds Ray finds in it too. I'll tell you, I saw I saw Murder on the Orient Express. This was back when I was living in Connecticut. That's wow when that came out a while ago. Um, and I had Movie Pass, so I was basically oh. going for free. R I P R I P Movie Pass. Did you, um, Dave? Did you see? You saw Don't Look Up, right? 
I did. Brandon, did you see Don't Look Up? No. So there's, I'm sure you saw the meme, but Dave, there's a, at the end of the movie, Brandon, the Leonardo DiCaprio's character says, we really, like really somber lines, like we really did have it all, didn't we? So somebody took that screen grab and put it on Twitter and said, and just said, movie pass. It's like, we really did have it all, didn't we? That like, it's so legitimate though. Yeah. It is. Um, we did have it all. It was $10 a month to see one movie a day in theaters. That's 30, 30 movies. It made no sense as a business. Oh, model. no sense at all. Like the fact that that's it why everyone signed up. That's why they have like ten million subscribers. These people are like these people are so stupid. One step right. above Patty's dollars from It's Always Sunny. The fact it lasted that long in itself was a miracle. Um. Wow. X Men Apocalypse is on. Wow. That's that's a new one. Um. I had no interest in this, Dave. Uh no, I'm pass. I thought the murder on the Orient Express was so boring. Brandon, you'll be there opening night. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. Like Dave said. Like nothing against these movies, but they do seem kind of like yeah. boring just from the trailers. They seem they seem kind of run of the mill. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, if you want to, if you're into it, read the book. That's all I got. Um, Uncharted. Speaking of adaptations, Uncharted. This is the video game uh, adaptation starring Tom Holland and Marky Mark Wahlberg, who apparently is in this movie for some reason. Um, you play I mean, Uncharted, I Brandon? Um, no, but Mark Wahlberg, I mean, just based off of the character, he's probably playing the main dude. What, maybe yeah. Drake, I think his name is. Yeah, I, I think he's playing the main guy, and then Tom Holland's playing the guy who's like, his brother was involved in something, or left him a map, or some shit like that. I don't know. That's, um, this is all what I gleaned from the trailer. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I saw the trailer. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg does not play Nathan Drake, so it's oh, Tom Holland. so it's Tom Holland, so, okay. Um... um but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not interested. <laughs> no, I saw the trailer during Spider Man and during Licorice Pizza, and I was like, both times, I'm like, yeah, this just is not my my bag. Dave, uh, I thought it looked really stupid, so I'm gonna yeah. pass. All right, well, let's uh, let's spend more time on the Batman then, because that's next, March fourth, twenty twenty two. They have <laughs> there was like there's no movie within like three weeks of this for a good reason. Um, this might be my most like anticipated movie of the year. It might be. It's Is this there. the Robert Pattinson one? Yeah. Yo, honestly, after like over the past couple years, I've grown to think he's like an excellent actor. Cedric Diggory like, himself. Bro, he's an incredible actor. Just yeah. so many different things I've seen him in where he's just been a different character every time and he just nails it, whether it's the lighthouse or whether it's good time or what have you. Um, I'm actually interested in seeing what he can do with this. Yeah, very impressive actually. You're not alone. As uh, it's pretty much one of the most hype movies of the year. Uh, Matt Reeves is directing it. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Paul Dano is the Riddler. Uh, Colin Farrell's like unrecognizable as the Penguin, and it's it. The trailers they look amazing. It looks it looks like it's going to be just nonstop action and gritty for sure. But um, I don't know, Dave. I know you're stoked for this too. I'm incredibly excited for this. Yeah. Uh, I think the craziest thing was Colin Farrell is just completely unrecognizable. Uh, and I know they, I believe they signed him to an extension to to do like a TV show yeah. or um, another movie. I they thought they, I thought they recast it, honestly. Like I was like, this that's not Colin Farrell. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, guy. it's it, it's absolutely insane what they did and how they made him look. But um, like... Obviously, we have nothing to go off of. We're just excited because it's a Batman movie. And then they released the trailer. And the trailer is nuts. Like, the trailer is so good. 
and you you like you finally have hope that we could get a good Batman movie for the first time since Dark Knight Rises. When was that? Like two thousand twelve? Yeah, that was probably ten years ago. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. Like Justice League was no good. No, the, I mean the the Snyder Cut was pretty good, but that wasn't really a Batman movie. That was a Justice League movie. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and even that was just like to me, that was just okay. That wasn't great. I liked I liked it more than just okay, but it definitely wasn't spectacular. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Uh all right. Well now Here's, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, we waited all this time for it and like just as we suspected, it wasn't anything like incredibly special. Uh so if we recorded this episode last week, we would have put this one way higher in January. Uh, but it's Morbius, which was delayed for the, if you can believe it, seventh time uh, to April 1st, 2022. Now, we know it's a real movie. It does exist because the trailers have been released. Um, it's not like Gambit. Uh, we know it exists. Um, so I'm reasonably excited for it. It looks good. The trailers look good. Leto looks like he's going to play the character pretty well. I think it just comes down to the story and the supporting characters. Because the story, you know, it, there really isn't a lot revealed. It's an origin story, so that's, you know, you know, take it or leave it. But I'm interested to see where it goes exactly. I know Matt Smith's character is supposed to be the villain. He's He looks like he'll be pretty good. So I'm reasonably excited for it. Reasonably is the key word there. I'm, uh, I'm indifferent to this. I just think overall it's going to be a flop, I think. But... Uh, like to me, I I I know uh, Jared Leto's had a, like a lot of big projects and he's a big name, but I haven't really enjoyed tremendously anything he's done. I haven't thought he's been amazing at anything, to be honest. And I think, to, like, I don't know what this is gonna do for me as far as enjoyment. I don't think that's gonna be that enjoyable. I think it's just gonna be mediocre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen him in too much outside of Requiem for a Dream. I haven't seen any performance from him that um like is memorable i also haven't seen too many things too many things he's in and um yeah this is the first i'm hearing from this movie honestly <laughs> yeah well <laughs> you know consider yourself lucky um sonic the hedgehog 2 april 8th of this year uh the first one was subpar and uh it was okay i've definitely soured on it more since it was fine um but yeah, I mean, the trailer looks okay. Idris Elba as Knuckles is, is pretty cool. The new Jim Carrey look as Dr. Robotnik is, is okay. Um, I definitely won't see it in theaters. <laughs> uh, but if it's on, like, a streaming service at some point later this year, maybe I'll check it out just for the sake of, of watching it. The question is, do how many movies get sold to streaming services this year? I don't think as many as we saw the past couple of years, but... This this could be one. <laughs> this could be one. I think it's going to become more of a thing, just in general. Like yeah. not even just like because of the pandemic. Just because I think it's a way for movie theaters or companies to quickly turn around and make a profit, like without having to take a chance. Yeah. And it's a way for Netflix and Hulu and Amazon to outsource this work that costs them a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, until they have like a studio, which Amazon has MGM now and. Right. Apple TV will have something. That's pretty coming crazy. Up. They'll buy something. It's pretty crazy. Amazon just bought a, a, a movie studio. Um, they paid way over the, the, the price too, and they were just like, "No big deal." Uh, Brandon, you have anything illuminating to add about Sonic the Hedgehog too? 
Um, just like the last movie, this is the first I'm hearing of it right now. So <laughs> Again, again, consider yourself lucky. Brandon, have you heard of Ambulance? Um, no, but I actually just looked it up on IMDb in the meantime, and this is like right up my alley. Like honestly, this is like <laughs> the movie one of the movies outside of maybe Batman that I'm most excited for that we've gone over. So, so and I just looked at this two minutes ago. So I will say the positives here. The the upside. Uh Jake Joan Hall, Yaya Abdul Mateen. Anna Darmus, right there. Great cast. What has me bummed is it's Michael Bay. Uh, and he hasn't made a good movie since The Rock. So, um, yeah. that's the... Honestly, <laughs> wow, I wish you didn't say that. I'm so sorry, but you if you saw the movie, if you, if you sat through the movie and the... What was it? The fact that it's Michael Bay cut my anticipation in half. I'm yeah. still excited for it because of the cast. And also because a heist movie with an ambulance, like I'm a lot bored. I can see, um, I can see Brandon buying a ticket, sitting in the theater, and the second it flashes, directed by Michael Bay, just gets up and walks out. <laughs> I just think he's like mad corny. And yeah, he is. And no, he very much so. Everyone knows his shtick. Obviously, it's like explosions and metal class. Like I can't tell you. I don't even know why I watched multiple Transformers movies. I mean, they were popular back when they came out, but I can't tell you how many times in every like climax scene when they're crashing into each other i had no idea who they were what was going on it just his movies are just metal and fire yep yeah pretty much that's really all it is um i have i have no interest in this i've seen the trailer like four times because it plays at every movie i go to see for whatever reason um dave i have uh zero interest in this i think it looks like a heaping pile of poop Mm. and uh michael bay other than Six Underground, which is an award-winning award-winning film on Netflix, uh, I am not in, I'm not interested in his in his projects. You don't like The Rock? Not a fan of The Rock? Well, like he's done some decent stuff in the past. Like The Rock was good. The Bad Boys franchise he started is good. He didn't do the third one, but um, the first one was pretty good. I forgot he did and, Bad Boys. That's true. Yeah, so I mean, he's done some some decent stuff, but I mean, Michael Bay is a as a dad movie director. Right, yeah, like dads love his movies because they have car chases, explosions, and some like minor to major violence, depending on his script. Have you have you guys heard the uh, the excellent description? Yeah, that, that was a real that was on that was on the nose. Um, have you guys heard the uh, Ben Affleck behind the scenes story from Armageddon about Michael Bay? <laughs> oh God, what did he do? Um, it's on. There's like a DVD commentary on Armageddon and Ben Affleck's talking, and he says that he like completely dumps on the plot he's like you know i i said to michael like wouldn't it make more sense to send like drillers into or no to send astronauts up there and teach them how to drill rather than teaching drillers how to be astronauts and he said michael bay just told him to shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) which is like that's all you need to know about michael bay that's all you need to know that's just kind of what he is um Anyway, The Northman. This comes out April 22nd, 2022. I've only heard about this. I The trailer dropped a couple weeks ago when people were raving about it. I meant to watch it before we started, but I forgot. Um, Dave, have you seen the trailer for this? I've never even heard of this. Uh, it's got one of the Scars guards, uh, the one that's like Whoa. super ripped and plays Tarzan, I think. I just looked this up right now in the meantime, and again, I'm another movie that I'm completely on board for. So first of all, Robert Eggers, awesome director, even though he directed Midsommar, right? Uh, no, that was Ari Aster. Yeah, that's Ari Aster. Yeah, but Robert Eggers, he did The Witch and all that. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so he's a really good director. The cast looks awesome. 
you were saying Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor Joy is back in another one. Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, bro, Willem Dafoe, wow, Ethan Hawke, oh, and uh, they got the dude who played the Mountain from Game of Thrones. This is like the fifth movie that I've seen mm-hmm. that we talked about so far, where there's Game of Thrones actors, so they're doing well. Bro, Bjork is in this. Interesting. Well, now so, definitely, I'm, I'm gonna have to watch the trailer when we're done. And the the plot description is amazing too. It says, uh, an epic reven- revenge thriller about how far a Viking prince will go to get justice for his murdered father. Like, bro, this is going to be some mm. some crazy early humanity, like, bro, like crazy. I think this is going to be uh, Game of Thrones adjacent. And it's going to be like, there's going to be at least a dozen shots of Skarsgård just shirtless and yoked. At least 10 shots. At least, do- oh, at least a dozen. Because that's what Tarzan was, too. Like, I hope it's, like, better than Tarzan because Skarsgård really, I thought it did a good job in that movie. I mean, that movie is, like, so forgettable, but... He was absolutely shredded in that movie. Like, one of the most shredded actors I've ever seen in that movie. Like, completely yoked out, as you'd expect from Tarzan, I guess. Um, all right, anyway. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This is in May May 6th of this year. Uh, got pushed back from March, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Dave. Yep. Yeah. So it's coming out on its own, standing alone in May. Um, yeah, this is up there. This is one of my most anticipated. I mean, the... The trailer dropped uh, after Spider-Man No Way Home, which I'd like to put on record. I called it before I saw the movie. I had a feeling they were going to do that because it was ready to go, like in the can to be released. And this movie looks whacked out. I know Dave hates Doctor Strange, but maybe he comes around. Doctor Strange has been very good in some of the major movies, so I have to give him credit. I didn't like the first, his origin story, but he was very good in Infinity War he was good in Endgame, the very minimal part he had, because obviously he was in the snap. Right. And he was very good in No Way Home. So yeah. I have to give him credit where it's due. Give but this looks, this this does look very, very good. Uh, I'm very excited for it. It's We uh, we did hear that it was going to be sort of like a horror movie. Right. In, in a way. Uh, and we obviously know that it's going to include uh, Doctor Strange's um, variant. Mm. And uh, other than that, we don't know much about it, but we know it's going to be crazy, and we know there's going to be some appearances that we're not expecting. Yeah, there's supposed to be a lot of cameos in this. Uh, we have America Chavez uh, in the movie. Elizabeth Olsen's back as the Scarlet Witch. Uh, it's going to be insane. I feel like, that's a good point, Dave. I forgot that they mentioned it was going to be more of a horror aspect. I feel like we'll see more of that in the second trailer, because I feel like they couldn't put that after the fir- after No Way Home, because it was too, like, uh, you know, it's a Spider-Man movie. It's a little more upbeat, a little more, you know, humorous back and forth. For sure. Yeah, you you can't you can't bring that. To, what was it? It's too sharp. Like. Yeah, you you can't bring it down like that at the end of it. So, um, I think the next trailer might give us a little bit more on that regard. But yeah, we're both very very excited for that one. We'll do it. We'll be doing standalone. Ten out of ten excitement. Oh, for sure. Uh, boys, how are we feeling about Top Gun Maverick? Take it or leave it. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. That that was. I'm glad we got through that one fast because I I don't care either. Um, I'll tell you what I do care about, and I, I know nobody we else does. We can just skip this next one. We can just yeah, skip can, this next you know, one. About, I don't about, think anyone cares about, about it. you shut the hell up? How's that sound? Um, <laughs> uh, so, Jurassic World Dominion. This is the third installment of the new trilogy of Jurassic Park. Comes out June 10th, 2022. So, June 10th of this year. I am definitely less excited than I was because of Fallen Kingdom, which was such a steaming pile um, that I gave up like watching Jurassic Park movies for like four months because of it. I was so downtrodden. Um, this, 
Um, you know what? They haven't released a trailer yet. Uh, I'll need to see a trailer to get a little more excited for it. Um, look, the original Jurassic World was, I thought it was good. wasn't great. wasn't average or bad or anything. It was a pretty good movie, you know, for resetting from what Jurassic Park 3 was, which was also a steaming pile. Um, it was a good movie, I thought. And then Fallen Kingdom, which had some really good trailers, I thought, was absolutely insufferable <laughs> to sit through. I was so upset with that movie. Oh my, I'm, 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 I can't even, I really just don't even like talking about it. Um, but this one, uh, you know, um, oh my God, what's his name? I can't, why the hell is his name? Chris name? Pratt? No, not Chris Pratt. Um, Sam Neill. Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff okay. Goldblum, they're all back. And Jeff Goldblum will actually be in it this time, rather than being at a Senate hearing for three minutes uh, and in the entire trailer. So they'll be back. I'm very excited for that. Because Laura Dern usually doesn't make bad movies, so I think just her being there will be enough to elevate it above Fallen Kingdom. So I'm very excited to see those three back. Uh, but it'll be a nice nostalgia trip there. So uh, we can stop talking about it now. Uh, Dave, I put this one on here. Uh, we had to get some. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Lightyear? You're excited for Lightyear, huh? No, Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, I, I meant Lightyear. <laughs> well, I'm, eh, I'm not excited for that. Yeah, but... not really. I saw a trailer for it though in the theater the other day. Um, it looks like a movie. This is the Buzz Lightyear. Just... One? Yeah, it's a. Yeah, it's I Chris, just don't. Uh, Chris Evans is voicing Buzz Lightyear. It's like a origin story prequel type deal. I just like. I mean, obviously, this is their way of of continuing toy story if they don't have to right like they're leaving the door open for toy story in that if they see something amazing they're back into it but otherwise they're going to close the book i'd prefer like and a, this is a way of like extending it i prefer like a rated r light year movie where it's just like blasting aliens I, like I prefer that too dropping f-bombs got like the the rambo like gun, like the bullets like around his chest just like popping off aliens in the solar system oh that'd be sick i mean disney wouldn't do it but who am I, you know? <laughs> I'm just a guy. I'm just I'm just a guy with a dream of seeing Buzz Lightyear in a radar movie. <laughs> um, uh, I, Brandon, do you have anything to add on this one? Uh, yeah, not really. Okay. I always want to ask. I'm just a guy waiting know? for Buzz Lightyear to take down some zombies. You know, that, that would be cool, too. That would, Oh, that would be cool. Buzz Lightyear, an animated Walking Dead movie, except it's Buzz Lightyear instead of Rick. I don't know what that would. I don't know what to do with that, but he's gonna he's gonna go help Brad Pitt in World War Z too. That would be yeah, World oh my War. God. We'll... Talk about bro, one of the most disappointing movie experiences of my life. <laughs> I anticipated that movie to the upteenth degree. I should have known because they had like seventy rewrites and they did uh, right. so many reshoots. And, and the guy who wrote the book was like, the only thing that it shares is the title. Like it's nothing to do with the story. I didn't read his book. But I was expecting that movie to be awesome, and it was. Like, Who directed that? Was that Fincher? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. No, Fincher. it Wait, was not Fincher. I thought it was Fincher. Yeah. No, it was not Fincher. Definitely was not Fincher. Um, but um, the way he beats the zombies is after he gets he he tries the random ass medicine, which happens to uh, work. Forster. And the big climax is on the way back. He stops at a soda machine and drinks a Pepsi. That's. I mean, I don't know what's better than. Have that. you guys seen it? Uh, I have seen bits and pieces of it, but I've not seen the whole thing. Like, if you ever watched like the, the big climax end scene, yeah, he fucking the zombies are running past him and not even acknowledging him, and he just stops, gets a Pepsi, drinks it, logo facing the screen, 
takes a couple of like, really deep steps. <laughs> Logo facing the screen. Um, and then he stops once and he's like, this is delicious. Buy it. He wants a cigar now. Um, he's like, holy shit. It turns <laughs> out, I am it so turn, refreshed. It turns out the, the <laughs> antidote all along was an ice cold Pepsi. <laughs> Nothing goes better than with a zombie apocalypse in a movie than yeah. an ice cold Pepsi. And all the zombies start drinking it and they start right turning back. <laughs> oh my god. Um more like World War Z Z Z, right? Real sleep sleep fest. Well, you know what movie had the most abominable uh, product placement was Sonic, the first oh, one. I thought you meant Man of Steel. Man of Steel's pretty bad too. But Sonic had like <laughs> Literally, like, the first, like, 20 scenes, there was, like, four products with the logo face in the middle of the screen. Oh, yeah. No, like, product placement's so bad. Like, there's... I mean, there, like, one of the in, one of the pivotal scenes in Man of Steel takes place at a goddamn IHOP. That's all you need to know about that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Dave, a movie I completely forgot about uh, is Elvis, the biopic, starring, I think it's Austin Butler, who was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He had a bit role in that. Um... Do you know what is notable about this movie, Dave? Uh, it's going to suck. Wow. Okay. I didn't think that was that was going. It was the movie that Tom Hanks was shooting when he tested positive for COVID-19. What's Tom Hanks' role in this? I believe he he's like his manager. Father? I believe he's Elvis' yeah, manager. Cash pull up. He's Colonel Tom Parker, whoever the fuck that I th- is. I, re- I thought I read that he was Elvis' manager. So that might be who his manager is. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's Boz Lerman, so there's definitely potential for it to suck. Um, but it could be good. I mean, Elvis's life was very, you know, uh, he was very over the top, very, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word for it. Maybe not bombastic. Wasn't really bombastic, but he was a fiery individual. Let's put it that way. Uh, you know, there was all this dancing and his gesturing and all that stuff. I don't know, but, um, his pelvic thrust of the devil. Uh, but yeah, so I'm definitely not going to see it in theaters, but if it's, you know, if it pops on, this could this is one that I could see getting sold to like HBO Max or something. I could see this happening because there's so little buzz let, for it. Let me ask you a question. Oh boy, what would what's what has more buzz if if there wasn't a pandemic and both are placed in the same year? So one in say February, one in like September. Mm. Uh, Elton John or Elvis? Are you talking about like the movie, like a biopic? Biopics, yeah, it's like Rocket Man versus this. Yeah, if we had, if we didn't know about Rocket Man and it came out this year. Without a pandemic. Oh, I would, I would say Rocket Man just because he's – I would say because Elton John's still in the zeitgeist. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, Elvis obviously was an entertainer too, but, like, Elton John is so famous for being an entertainer above all else, even above a musician, really. It's like his number one goal was always to entertain people however he needed to do it. Mm. It's true. It's true. Um, Yeah. Um, I heard about this so long ago and the whole Tom Hanks stuff happened and then I completely forgot it was ever coming out. So cool. Um, still no, I don't think there's even been like images released from the set. So that's usually not a great sign, but maybe we'll see something soon. Who the hell knows? I, I had never heard of this, honestly. I yeah, heard I, I had heard of it a while back. That they were going to make it. Cause I remember when Austin Butler got cast, it was like, Oh cool. Like they finally cast the Elvis. Um, so yeah. Um, Next update, we have Thor, Love, and Thunder. This is July 8th. Uh, this one really stuck up on us, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's been, there was a lot of talk, obviously, right when uh, Lady Thor was cast, Natalie Portman, yeah. but not really anything since. 
uh, obviously from all the like you know pushbacks and the reshoots from other movies and like the everything being delayed with Marvel and all the projects that obviously intertwine together. But uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be an awesome movie too. This is one to be excited for. We have a uh, Christian Bale's foray into the MCU this year. Mm-hmm. Plays Gore. Uh, we have Taika Waititi's back as Korg. Matt Damon's in it in an unknown role right now. Um, Lady Sif is back. Tessa Thompson's back as Valkyrie. Russell Crowe's in it. Not sure what he's doing there. Um, we know that Chris Pratt, Star Lord. It says Benedict Cumberbatch, so apparently he's gonna have a role in this as well. Big year for big year for Benny. Big year. Um, this is, um, is kind of random, but I wonder if for last year we had any thoughts on the last duel, considering the fact that Ridley Scott like blamed millennials for the fact that it completely tanked at the box office. See, I didn't see last duel i would have seen it but now after he said that i'm not gonna see it you know, i heard it was good too Me but too. i also saw i think it lost like 60 million or some shit like that yeah like <laughs> that movie is it i think the, one of the biggest things is um like the way that matt damon's character looks like is not <laughs> something where anyone wants to watch for it looks <laughs> that, like it looks that, like the character he plays in the thor play in ragnarok like it looks like ridiculous really it, it looks insane what was the movie, the other Ridley, Ridley Scott movie that came out this year? Uh, the Last Duel? House of Gucci. That was it. People said that sucked. <laughs> yeah. What about Last Duel? Wasn't that it? That was the one that, yeah, it was the one Brandon was talking about, but I was saying the other one that came out. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know he another one. Yeah, he made House of Gucci, which I heard really, really underwhelmed. Um, another movie that I'm really hyped about, uh, and I know we can all identify with this, is Nope, the next Jordan Peele project. Uh, it's been three years since his last movie, which was Us, which we uh, had mixed feelings about. I thought it was still pretty good, but it was uh, not Get Out. The <laughs> there is uh, as as these things go with Jordan Peele, we know nothing about the movie except for that it stars Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and Stephen Yeun, and that is literally all we know, and that's literally all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah, I thought. Get Out was really good. I thought Us was all right. Mm-hmm. My thing with Us is just that it didn't make any sense at all. Like, like literally from the beginning to the end, none, none of it made sense to me. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it just for, like, what it was and, yeah. and the fact that it was an interesting movie. Um, but, yeah, same deal as you. This cast I'm really interested in. I love Jordan Peele. So, um, yeah, definitely interested in this one. Um, Us is worth seeing just for Lupita Nyong'o's performance. Like, oh, yeah. She just was, for yeah, that. The cast, every all the actors are awesome. Yeah. Like even um, Tim uh, Tim Heidecker. Yeah. And, uh, Tim Heidecker and uh, Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Was like, and uh, Winston Duke's really good too. But I mean, Lupita Nyong'o, she probably should have gotten nominated for something for that. She was fantastic. Um, Dave, I'm assuming you're on board with this. Uh, yeah, I'm very on board with this, and she absolutely should have been nominated. But it's just another stupid, uh, old-timey thing where people don't get nominated for horror movies and they don't get nominated for early movies in the year yeah well that this and yeah it's it's a bad combination and a truly unfair one um next up dave (laughs) i'll believe it when i see it black adam july 29th uh i know there have been set photos released but this movie this movie's been in development for what like four years yeah i mean (laughs) i can't believe it's gotten made i'm honestly stunned it got made yeah, I, I honestly, I remember a podcast like three years ago where we talked about it. We both thought it was just going to get put off and never made on the shelf. Yeah. And here we are, and they're still taking set photos. But this is like, if Avatar is like your grandfather, this is like their son. This yeah. is like their son. 
Yeah, it really this is. This is the movie that keeps getting pushed back. It's like... Like, they'll, they'll never be Avatar, but it's it's close. Yeah, The Rock just got too popular and um, couldn't... Apparently just, like, shot scenes on his downtime. Uh, speaking of what, not to get too far off base here, did you guys see The Rock's response to Vin Diesel about Fast and Furious? Yeah. <laughs> he basically <laughs> gave him the finger and told him to shove off. Because, uh, what? Vin Diesel said he was like, oh, you need to come back for this, right? Yeah. He was like, tried to like extend an olive branch and uh, The Rock burned it to bits with like, like a lighter and gasoline. You know like, what? That's kind of sad, honestly, because I've only seen two Fast and Furious movies, one of which was the new one that I watched on a plane on mute. Silent <laughs> um, <laughs> movies are back. It, I want, and the, the funniest part is I didn't know that I could get subtitles until like the last half hour. So I literally just like watched it without any sound, any acknowledgement of what they were saying, what the plot was. Just watched everything. Yeah, happening. I think. One of the one of the coolest things I ever did was I don't know where I was going or coming back from, but I was on a plane, and the guy next to me was with his wife, and they had their baby, and the baby was like crying, and the guy I could just tell the guy I could see the guy's soul leaving his eyes, um, <laughs> and I was watching Jurassic World on my laptop, and I could see him like looking over, like trying to like watch it as I was watching it, <laughs> so I just went over and put the subtitles on, <laughs> so and the guy the guy like actually like gave me on the show he's like thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like you got it dude like i know that you're going through a rough time right here so uh any enjoyment i can give you i'm happy it's the, it's the little things that count yep uh all right so moving on to mission impossible 7 dave i don't think this has a title yet does it i don't think it does i know you saw you saw you like you saw fallout right i did i did i heard it was uh, fantastic very, it was it was absolutely fantastic uh there was a lot of kick-ass action scenes with um uh what's his name god damn oh can henry cavill uh henry cavill yeah uh who was very good in it himself simon Pegg. Uh, but i mean mission impossible is like as much as like the characters you have to kind of watch them in order to know like characters you kind of watch them they're really standalone movies yeah aside from like the development of the cast with tom cruise the only thing you need to know is Tom Cruise trying to save the world. That's really it. Yeah. Like you can watch any of them, but uh, Fallout, I believe, is on like every streaming service at this point. It's on Prime. Yeah. It's on Hulu. If it's on Prime, it's on everything. Just put it that way. Yeah. 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 If it's on Hulu or Prime, it literally is on everything. Uh, but it's very, very good. I would highly recommend it. It's one of the best action movies I've seen in the last ten years. You, Mission Impossible guy, Brandon? Nah, I mean I've heard yeah. plenty of good things about it. Um. And I have heard that like they are really well made. Only thing I know about this is just the blow up that Tom Cruise had, which yeah. just based off of hearing what it was about, honestly, sounds kind of justified. Yeah, no, um, he was totally right. Yeah, yeah, because because I get he was like, yo, we're like the first movie that people are looking at that's coming back. Like we gotta be on top of our shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm 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 I'll, I'm sure I'll watch one of them at some point, like when it's randomly on USA Network or something like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard good things about him, like I said, but other than that, probably won't be catching. Yeah, him. it really is on USA Network though, like all the time. Like, there's at least a Mission Impossible on USA Network at least like once a day, probably. All right, boys, we're gonna real, real of it, really a uh, tale of two movies here coming up. Uh, we have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One. This comes out October seventh, and it cannot come soon enough because the one clip that they throw us, they threw us the crumbs they gave us to look at. Um, and feed on man this this looks 
Looks like more of the same, boys. It looks it looks really good. Uh, <laughs> there's just there's not many movies that are gonna have the hype around it that this one does, and you know that I don't want to be that guy, but No Way Home kind of set up a Miles Morales appearance at some point. And we're eventually going to get that. We're eventually going to see Venom, but no one really cares about Venom, let's be honest. Hey, nobody cares about uh, Tom Hardy Venom. In the MCU, they'll do it right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, I mean, they they did the end credits scene with Tom Hardy. True, but they left the little piece of Venom behind, and that's going to become somebody else now. Probably somebody they haven't that's cast true. yet. That's true, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, like, the thing to look out for is Miles Morales down the road as a member of the MCU in a live-action potential movie. Uh, we could see that. But this movie is going to be amazing. It's going to be one of the best of the year. Yeah, for sure. Brandon? I mean, I'm honestly super excited for this one, despite that I don't see a lot of superhero movies. Um, yeah, I loved uh, Into the Spider-Verse. That's what it's called, right? Yep. Yeah, love that movie. Um, and I'm sure this one will be awesome, too. They put a lot of care and attention into it. Mm-hmm. And Spider-Man's actually one of the few um marvel characters where i've like seen most of the movies and i know a lot about the character so um definitely actually kind of like invested in it on that side a little bit too um yeah i think and i think you bring up a good point too i think this is one of those superhero movies that really transcends the genre because it, it appeals to it, even if you're not a fan of superhero movies this is this appeals to like everybody it appeals to kids adults any anybody and you know old or young can watch this and find a great message to pull from it and there are very few franchises where I'm willing to wait three or four years from the last movie to see the next one, and this is absolutely one. It's worth the wait, for sure. Um, uh, what was I going to say about this? There was something else I had to add, but, uh, well, I plumb forgot. So, moving on to a movie that is sure to be better than that. Um, Halloween Ends. I did not see Halloween Kills, and you guys both did, and your reviews were just glowing. It was so trash in every way. <laughs> Like, nothing about it was good. Uh, I hated, like, every second of it. And I really, really liked the first one. And I thought this one was such a disappointment. The ending was awful to the point that I don't even care about this one anymore. Like, I really don't give a fuck. I'm over it. I, uh, I loved the first one. I thought they did it right. And it really was a true sequel to the original, which felt really good because the original is one of the best horror movies ever made. Um this was arguably the one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. It serves no oh, purpose. It advanced the story not at all. It didn't help anything in the next movie. It didn't tie anything together. It didn't make you want to see more. Uh, the killings were stupid, forced, and felt out of place. And I hope this movie gets burned and no one ever watches it again. I'm getting mad just thinking about it. Like, yo, the, the whole car scene where they kill all the people in the car... That was one of the dumbest things that like I I hate. He literally, the the lady she's like about to unload a clip on him doesn't realize she's out of ammo. She just she just sits there and dies. The di- dude in the back he just sits there for a second gets stabbed in the eye, and then the lady comes running up. She has a gun where she's just shooting, missing every bullet at him, and then she just she's like, oh this is a gun where I can shoot from far away. Let me get within reaching distance of Michael Myers, and he literally kicks the car door into her hand and she shoots herself in the face. And like that scene alone was like it, the only thing about this too. It was way more brutal and like a worse way. Like I'm all for gore movies and whatnot. I don't care, 
but this was just brutal in like the worst way too. It was, everything about it was awful. It was such a shitty movie, and I probably will watch this one just because I watched the first two. But um, exactly like Jason, like I really don't, I don't care anymore. I'm over it. Um, so first I like. One was good, this one was bad. I like how so they saw the original franchise and they were like, all right, they made a, an a, a like legendary elite, one of the best horror movies ever made, and they followed it up with trash sequel after trash sequel after trash sequel so they were like you know what the best way to pay homage to that would be to make a really good first movie and follow it up with trash sequel after trash sequel so they did not learn from their mistakes um and they followed the dollar signs which is exactly what they did the first time so can't say i'm surprised um the flash Another movie, Dave, that's like Black Adam. I'll believe it when I see it. They actually did release a teaser for it um, during the DC fandom, over the hell it's called. Um, and what we saw is okay so far. Um, I'm, it, it really was like a proof of life video. Like it felt like, all right, watch this so you know the movie's real and we'll go from there. Yeah, I mean, this movie is worse than Black Adam, I think, as far as being delayed and talked about uh like black adam we kind of knew how tough it was gonna be the rock does a lot of stuff this really there was no real problem with it and i'm not really excited for this at all to be honest like i think the flash is a great hero but i just have no faith in them to be able to do this correctly i'm i'm reading the wikipedia page uh which of course is 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 as good as as good as uh bond uh development of a film based on the flash began in 2004 with multiple writers and directors attached to the project through 2014, and that's when it got roped into the DCEU, and it's been in production. Hell is a kind way of putting it since. Um, I really... Uh, I'm I'm only excited because I love The Flash. He's, like, one of my favorite superheroes. Um, Ezra Miller does a fine job of playing him. Um, they could have cast somebody better, maybe, but he's definitely not the worst option they've had. He's He has kind of come into his own a little bit. Um... That being said, I will probably end up seeing it. I think it's supposed to go on HBO Max like 45 days after it gets released, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, just like the Batman is supposed to do. So, yeah, that's cool and everything. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I've got. Apparently, Michael Shannon's back as Zod in this movie. I thought he died. Oh, that's right. The, the, big, the big attraction here is that um, Michael Keaton's back as Batman in this movie, which is unreal. If I'm being, if I'm being frank, um, Ron Livingston also is, uh, replaces Billy Crudup as, uh, Barry Allen's father. So, and Ben Affleck's in it too. So that'll be cool to see, um, both the Batmans there. I'm, I'm interested. I'm definitely going to see it just because of the flash, but Michael Keaton being in it, anything Michael Keaton does, I'll, I'll see it. So, yeah. Do we, do we get a multiverse of the Batmans? Do we get like Michael Keaton and uh, Christian Bale and I can only hope so. That would be cool. That's cool. George Clooney, they should do. Yeah. There's got to, they got to do a nod to Adam West too. They, even though he's, you know, he passed away, but they got to do a nod. Be like, yo, something about Adam West, like an in memoriam or something like that. Um, George Clo- Val Kilmer, got to get Val Kilmer in there too. We got to get Val Kilmer. I don't, I don't think he's doing much work these days, so uh, they shouldn't have a problem. With Val, that. Val's open. He's got an open calendar. Val, Val, Val's like, oh, I got Top Gun, Maverick, and then I'm, I'm clear after that. Um, I got something I'm supposed to do. Oh, that's right. I got to go. I got to go get the, the coupons from the circular. That's all he's doing. He's sitting on his couch. 
got to be, got to be, uh, you know, got to get my calendar full. <laughs> uh, all right, so next up, Dave, what is, I believe it was voted by the, I think, Discussing Film or Fandom, or someone did a poll of the most anticipated movies of 2022, and number one on that list was Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Um, I really hope it doesn't get delayed because I want to see this. Um, I'm just very intrigued where they go with the story. Obviously, Chadwick Boseman passed away last year. Well, two years ago now. It was 2020. Um, I, I'm just, I'm, in with the whole Letitia Wright leaving the, leaving the, the MCU, uh, I don't know where they're, I mean, apparently she's still in this movie, but I don't know where they're going to go with this story. I mean, I trust Ryan Coogler and what he's going to do with it, but I, I think my intrigue is higher than anything else. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I I think I know they've talked about Michael B. Jordan potentially being in the movie again. Uh, and obviously with his history of now producing and acting and starring in movies, I'm sure he has some fresh ideas and uh, maybe like his rebirth could help with the movie as like a, a face of the movie. But uh, Ryan Coogler's in a really tough spot here. Like he was dealt a really, really tough hand, really tough hand. Like you have a, a star who dies really sadly, very young. And then you have a replacement. Like so often you have to kind of like figure it out. They had like a suitable replacement. And then she just decides that, these mandates are ridiculous and she's out. So now it's like, where do they go? And, uh, you know, like you said, I trust Ryan Coogler, but was I she, don't envy that man. Was she supposed to be the new Black Panther? We don't know. We think we think that was the natural, like, transition because that's like a family thing. So, like, we think that she would take over the mantle and then she was up in arms about the mandates and the masks and the vaccines and she just left. Wow. Yeah. So that's a real shame because I was a big fan of Letitia Wright. Um, and she was really good as Sherry. So, I mean, like, like Dave said, it is a, an unenviable position to be in. But I think that they, if anybody can figure it out, Ryan Coogler can, can do it. He can handle it. Um, even if it's Winston Duke. I mean, he did fight for the right to be Black Panther. So he could always take the mantle too. I love Winston Duke too. So. I would have no problem with it. Big fan. Um, so yeah, uh, we're almost done here, Dave, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I know we're rip roaring for this one. I want to punt this into the sun. Yeah. Uh, as anybody who's, you know, one of our many, many dozens of fans out there know, Dave and I did not like Aquaman when it came out two plus years ago. Uh, we really did not like Aquaman. Um, look, some people have said Aquaman started the pandemic. Maybe it did. Who knows? But... <laughs> Wait, was it 2018 or 2019? It was 2018. This was 2018. Damn it. All right. Well, maybe not. Um, it took some time for it to... It did. It, 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 it yes. Uh, the virus got so mad that it created itself and uh, was like, Aquaman was so bad. It was just so bad. Um, so, yeah. Uh, not good. And I can't say I'm looking forward to the sequel. Yeah, I, I have no interest in seeing this. I have to because it's a superhero movie and I'm, I want to see it. Dave, as, just, as, just call it like it sense. is, Dave. We are sheep. We will see it. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're going to see it, but I'm not happy about it. Like, they're putting out this movie. And I know um, I know where the reason why they're doing it. So, like, we can't say that both sides of our mouth, like, so to, so to speak, you know, oh, I don't want to see it and I'm going to see it anyway. But 
this movie's gonna blow. Like, I'm sorry, it's just gonna blow. And I have no interest in, you know, what was that spinoff they were gonna do that they canceled the trench? Oh, the trench. Yeah. Like, I, no one cares about Aquaman. I'm sorry. Like, this movie sucks. It's it's gonna be two and a half hours, and it's gonna be awful. That honestly is one of the worst parts about bad superhero movies, that they all have like an obligation to be fucking two hours and forty five minutes with a fifteen minute end credit scene. Like, I don't know. All right, here, here's a get off my lawn type moment. Oh when when did movies become like it's their job to make two hours and forty minute movies? Like what happened to like one hour and fifty minutes? You know. So like in my opinion, that is one of the that is. I mean, again, I don't want to bring everything back to superhero movies, but I think especially with Endgame being three hours, people are like, wow, people are willing to sit through three hours now. So maybe they're attention it's specialized viewers. Yeah. Yes. And that's why, like, it chapter two was three hours long. I'm like, okay, maybe that didn't need to be three hours. Um, like, it's just this, t- like, the average length of movie. I want to know what the average was. Like, twenty years ago, it was probably an hour and forty minutes, and now it's probably like two hours and fifteen minutes. Like, those thirty-five minutes, I want those back. And it's one thing if it's like good things, but if it's just like added fluff and whatnot, it just makes it so much more annoying. That's why. And again, no disrespect to superhero movies. I completely understand the appeal. That's why so many of them just don't interest me. I feel like I'm just like, it's three hours of the same plot points. And for a lot of them, it just completely, they can't even hold your attention like this Aquaman thing here. Um, I've never seen it, but I've heard people say similar things to what you guys have. I'm trying to figure out an answer to this question here. Um, I'm trying to figure out the answer to Dave's question of uh, how long movies have been. Uh, I'm just it, like apparently <laughs> I did find this fun tidbit the longest uh the mo- the longest median runtime by director in the past like thirty years is Peter Jackson <laughs> one hundred and sixty nine minutes this is median oh runtime <laughs> Jesus I mean that's that's, that's a lot of that is because of Lord of the Rings though like because those movies were so long but it's gonna be so difficult to find because of like streaming and whatnot. oh yeah I mean I Stephen Fellows thank you very much for that information um. All right, let's close out 2022 with the ultimate of the I'll Believe It When I See It movies, Avatar 2, which has been in development, no joke, for what now, like a decade? The first Avatar movie came out when I was a freshman in high school. That's right, it was 2009, even more than a decade. Oh my god, it was 2009. Yeah, 13 years ago it came out. That one best picture too, that's crazy. No, no, it was nominated, but the Hurt Locker won that year. Did he win Best Director? He won no, Batman. no, he lost. James Cameron lost to That's his ex wife, Catherine that Bigelow. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. That awesome. Awesome stuff. Because I hated Avatar and I loved the Hurt Locker. So, like. What's your name again, Kate? Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible moment. Incredible moment. I think Tom Hanks. I remember specifically, I think it was this one where Tom Hanks came on stage. They, they said the nominees. And Tom Hanks just opened the envelope and said the Hurt Locker. <laughs> he didn't even waste any time. He was just like the Hurt Locker. All right, cool. Let's let's move on. Um, but yeah, dude, Avatar, Avatar two, and not to mention there's like five other ones planned. Like I, I don't know who this movie is for. Um, Isn't James Cameron also like seventy. Yeah, he's getting on in years. I mean, he was probably in his fifties when Titanic was made. So, you know, there's that. Um. Yeah, I I would rather spend a whole 24-hour day watching Halloween Kills than see this movie once. No, you wouldn't. No, I, I, I would. No, I would. No, I would. I'm telling you right now. Do you know, me, you know I would have to sit through Avatar 2 and try to, like, 
understand what's going on. Imagine imagine watching this and not having seen the first one since 2009 and trying to remember what happened. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've seen it. All right, okay. let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase with the movie I've actually seen. I'd rather watch Batman vs Superman an entire day. Okay. Than this. Okay, I once. can see that. On that. I've never seen it. So it's not. It. It's not. I don't think it's as bad as people say it is, but it's not a good movie. Um. Yeah, dude. I, I, are there even any plot details out about this movie? Like anything? Um. All I know is that James Cameron is back. Yeah, no, you don't uh, say. <laughs> they took some pictures. It's only his we'll passion project. Yeah, it's only his passion project, Dave. I'm sure he's back for it. So I know whatever happened to that document. Did he ever make it a documentary when he went to the bottom of the ocean floor? Oh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know what the hell he. I, I know he did that. that no, actually, crazy. no, it did come out because it went out in like IMAX or something. That was like the big draw. That's crazy. I I just really remember that from however yeah. many years ago. Like, I was interested yeah. in that. I never watched Avatar. It was, it was. It came out around the time that we were in elementary school, and like they were taking us to like the IMAX to like see like documentaries. No, no, or... no. This was after elementary. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, I'm not gonna look this, it up. This is way after elementary school, though. What I'm thinking of. This James was like Cameron Titanic. Uh, doc. I'll tell you what. Oh no, no, it's not a doc- Titanic documentary. It's a, it's a documentary about he was in a vessel that went to the ocean floor. And, like, he shot a documentary about how he went to the ocean floor. Uh, James Cameron's... No, that's not it. Deep Sea Challenger? That one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it was 20, it. 2015, you're right. That was that. Okay. Uh, or 2012. It was 2012. Is All when right. he did it. And then after that, the uh, documentary came out. But... You know what's pretty amazing about Avatar, though? Nothing? Um, well, Absolutely no, like, nothing? The opening... Obviously, like, everyone's comparing Endgame to Avatar because of the box offices... The opening box office that weekend for Endgame was three hundred fifty-seven point one million. For Avatar, it was only seventy-seven. It's because it, it it ran for long and it was a hit overseas. That's why it was such a big deal. But like to have that little of an effect on the opening weekend is like also, that's incredible. Also, I lied, Dave. I lied. There is a synopsis for this movie. Uh, Jake Sully and Natiri have formed a family and are doing everything to stay together. However, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora. When an ancient threat resurfaces, Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. Aren't you just engrossed? Did that happen already? I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, do you know what the budget was for this movie? I know the Too first. Much. Two hundred fifty million dollars for this movie. Wow. It was too much, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, it's it's way too much, whatever it was. For Avatar one or for this one? Currently? This one, Avatar one's budget was two thirty seven. Was that say hi to have been around that? So they were like, we need more money to make this movie. Because I remember too, that was when people were going crazy over three D again. Yes, that's right. That was what that was. That was why it made so much money was the three D tickets, because they cost an arm I mean, and a leg. Like, how much of a gimmick that was that it was brought back. Bro, Sam Worthington did this movie and was like, my career is going to take off. And he has done absolutely nothing since this came out. He was in that, what, Man on a Wire or Man in a Building or whatever it is. He was also in Clash of the Titans. <laughs> what was it called? It was like, he's in a building. In- Manhunt? Oh, that's the sh- that's a show. Um, Hold on. Let's see what his filmography was. Oh, Man on a Ledge. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yo, Man on a Ledge. <laughs> Man, I'm a ledge. That's so stupid. Apparently, he was in. Oh, he was also in Wrath of the Titans, uh, Hacksaw Ridge, and Terminator Salvation. So really, just picking up all the, uh, 
all the dubs here ever since Avatar came out. He's, I'm, I'm on his um, IMDb right now, and it says, <laughs> it says Avatar 2 post-production, Avatar 3 post-production, Avatar 4 filming, Avatar 5 filming. <laughs> Oh, they're, so they're, they're filming five avatars at once. That's that, you know what? Uh, who are we to question the genius of James Cameron? Okay, you know what? Man's made more it money. Says, it says Avatar Four is coming out in twenty twenty six, and Avatar Five is coming out in twenty twenty eight. No, there's no chance that those dates are going to be aligned. That Avatar Five we'll will come lucky. out. Avatar. We'll be lucky if we have a second Avatar by twenty thirty. Avatar Five is going to come out when we're celebrating our sixty fifth birthdays. And yeah, James, right, James Cameron's 120, just like wheeling around the set. It'll be the retirement <laughs> celebration. That's right. Yeah, our retirement parties will be like, hey, you guys going to see Avatar 5? <laughs> Avatar, 5, Avatar 3 is just going to be like family pictures for James Cameron. It really is. It's going to be like one of those spinning <laughs> wheels. <laughs> the fourth generation of... You'd be like, remember at the barbecue 50 years ago when we made Avatar 1? Like, that was so fun. <laughs> it's just like a highlight reel. It's a sizzle reel from the <laughs> Avatar. Like, yeah, it's just like a two-minute montage of like Avatar One. It's just it's it's a it's a four-hour montage set to a repeating "Time of Your Life" by Green Day. That's the only thing you hear in the it's like a hundred times throughout the whole, that and "Graduation" by Vitamin C just replayed on a loop. Oh my god! That's Avatar Five. At the end, it'll just be James Cameron holding up two money bags. <laughs> It's he'll say there's a big post credit scene. The whole thing is, hey, how does it feel to waste a thousand years of your life watching these movies? And he just flips a double bird, holds up money bags, and pieces out. I'd respect it quite honestly. I'd respect it quite honestly. And he that nobody filmed it like this year. Like he filmed it and then put it in the movie like fifty years later. Honestly, I'd respect that so much. I would. I would. Well, will is dependent on whether his kin continues the legacy or not. It really like, is. That's such, a, that's such a power move. <laughs> you won't get your inheritance until Avatar 5 comes out. <laughs> that's, that's the contingency. He's like, nobody gets their inheritance until you make sure Avatar 5 gets made. <laughs> until the franchise reaches double digits. Honestly, that's a movie I'd rather watch than Avatar 5. The movie of the making of Avatar 5 for their inheritance, I'd rather watch that than Avatar 5 yeah, itself. Time to, time to start screenwriting. Well, you know what? We'll try to get in front of Netflix if we ever get an agent, because you can't do it without an agent. Um, but anyway, uh, Brandon, thank you for joining us for our 2022 movie preview. What would you say is your most anticipated one? Um, There were some good ones. That Batman one, that Jordan Peele one. Halloween um, Ends. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that Robert Eggers one is another one. The marry Northman. Me. All right. Obviously. Thank you, Brandon. Yes, Marry Me. Yeah, thank you very much. Of course, of course, Halloween Ends. Brandon's gonna buy out a whole theater. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, yeah, was... Dave, what do you? What's your? What's your favorite one? Uh, I would say there's so many really good ones this year. Like we have a lot of really top-notch ones, like tentpole type stories coming out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, I, I'm just gonna go with a few: Batman, Doctor Strange. Uh, Mission Impossible, I want to see because the stunts are always crazy. Uh, Spider-Verse, and I also really would like to see uh, Jackass Forever. I think that's going to be Ooh, yeah, really interesting yeah. to see like them now do that's this. A, that's a sneaky one. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, as much as I would love to go with multiple, I'm just going to settle on the Batman um, because that one is definitely the one I'm looking at right now that makes me... The most excited. It's like if the, it's like if the if you could watch any of them right now, which one would you pick? I would probably 
I know it's really between that and Doctor Strange because I would love to see that right now, but um, I would probably lean to Batman just because it, it's it's there's so much hype surrounding it. So, um, yeah. So that's our. All right. The, all right so yeah. so last question before we take off. All right. If you guys could only pick three of these movies and the rest get delayed forever, what are you taking? Avatar two, uh, Halloween kill, Halloween, Halloween ends. ends, and Mary. And Mary yeah. All the other ones I never need to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, so I would probably say Doctor Strange, um, Thor, and the Batman. Yeah, yeah. The only one that I would consider is is Spider Verse, but I'm I'm confident that if that gets delayed, they'll just make it better. <laughs> like that's how they work. Yeah, Batman, uh, the Robert Eggers one, mm. and the other one I said before that I forgot again. Um, marry me, right? Oh yeah, that was it. Yep. Brandon, um, Brandon, we got you an advanced screening to see Mary. Oh my God! Thank you so much. <laughs> we 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 uh, emailed the Owen Wilson fan club. They got in touch with you these know, people. I, uh, only other things that would that could top that would be a Zoom interview with the director, and uh, maybe a cameo from from J Lo and Owen Wilson. Wow! Actually, we got you a cameo. Thank you for supporting the film and donating uh, $50,000 to the production. <laughs> Actually, Brandon, what we got you was a cameo from an Owen Wilson impersonator. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm in the fan, on the fan next to him. <laughs> Please that stop. My favorite. Please stop. I'm begging you. Please stop. Uh, well, thank you for listening, everybody. That's our 2022 preview. We'll be doing solo episodes on several of these uh and uh take it easy have a great 2022 we'll talk to you later in the week i think we're doing um probably some nfl playoff preview stuff some award stuff as the year wraps up so uh keep it locked we'll talk to you then have a great week